podcast hope you guys past two weeks was fantastic mine was a little bit of a gong show was mixed with work shit happening and drama with my family everything has been kind of a disaster and a half mentally not doing great yeah fun times needless to say i'm looking for a new job and i wish i could move out of this house yeah but besides that Make sure you like this video or you rate five stars on wherever you're listening to the podcast and subscribe to my YouTube channel. That would be fantastic. Um, yeah, so today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I have an interview that you're going to see with Sandra Gonzalez. She is a entrepreneur. She kind of helps coach high caliber men and women with what they want to do in their life. Like she makes a plan with them and everything, but she'll explain it all. You'll see in about 20 seconds here. And yeah, so enjoy the interview. So introducing Sandra Gonzalez. All right. Hi, Sandra. How are you? Hi, Serena. I'm so great. Thank you so much for having me today. Thanks for coming on. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, give me your elevator pitch. So my elevator pitch, what would that look like? Well, one of the things that I share with people is that I'm a retired Marine officer turned life coach speaker. I had the honor of the distinction of serving 20 years as a U.S. Marine. What I do now is I help high caliber entrepreneurs kick self-doubt to the curb and develop sexy confidence so they can step into any room and stand out as a leader. So what made you kind of want to go in this route and um, stop working at like working for or working at the Marines? <laughs> well, great question. So I Again, I retired from the Marine Corps after 20 years. Mm -hmm. So that experience enabled me to really understand that I loved training, coaching, mentoring uh, leaders, high caliber men and women. Mm -hmm. I call high caliber and high caliber men and women are these people who have an insatiable appetite for growth. And typically they tend to be entrepreneurs. Okay, so what did you do in the Marines? Like, what was your job there exactly? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did so many jobs, Serena. You know, okay. I was a Marine Corps drill instructor, you know, that trains recruits for the rigors of combat. So I did that for a couple of years. Okay. Wore a lot of hats. But in a nutshell, I was um, administration like, you know, I was like a personal secretary to the commanding officer, to the commanding general. And towards the end of my retirement, I retired as a chief warrant officer three in, in the Marines. Oh, okay. So I was looking at your website and I was kind of reading like all the description and stuff on there. And it had said, what was I part of there? It was like a, it was a long thing I was reading. <laughs> um, you had kind of went through like a transition from like, because you had went to the Marines and then you went through a divorce and you were saying at one point you got like really depressed and really anxious. How did you kind of work your way through that? So great question. You know, after I retired from the military, you think that you're, you know, I was obviously married for 15 years. So I went through a difficult divorce. Mm-hmm. 
Well, life throws you a curveball, a curveball, an unexpected curveball at times that you, you know, when you least expect it. And, you know, there was a little bit of a depressive period, so to speak, but I realized that I didn't want to be feeling like that in the moment. So yeah. the way was to move forward, right? To bounce back from resiliency. And one of the things I learned in, in the military is anytime you experience a setback, that you want to bounce back and be resilient despite mm-hmm. what might happen to you in life or business. For sure. Um, and so how did you cope with it? Like with your anxiety and depression, how did you cope with that? So, and you know, with the things that I teach high caliber men and women is that they have to develop these high caliber habits, mm-hmm. not what you do, you know, it's what you, it's what it's, it's what you do in this lifetime that will enable you to get the end result you seek. So we're already doing these, we're already working on, on our habits. Yeah. Want to work on the right habits that give you that end result you seek. So to answer your question, I, you know, I'm really big on, you know, working out, eating healthy, uh, you know, developing a stronger mindset, because those are the things that will enable you to move forward as a single mom, mm-hmm. your business, um, and moving forward, despite whatever life throws at you, whether it's like the global pandemic and you need to pivot. Um, yeah. So how did I move forward from that is really focusing on these high caliber habits that enabled me to be confident in the person who I am so I can start and build my business. Mm -hmm. So how long have you had this specific business you created for? And that's a great question. You know, I think everything you, you evolve, you know, Mm -hmm. because I created my brand and at, you know, even now I'm evolving, like I, I help high caliber entrepreneurs, but I know there's more of a need to help men and women specifically with other challenges. Mm-hmm. We're always evolving, you know, but I started, I would say, you know, within the last three years Okay, um, is where I, I realized that I really wanted to help men and women um, you know, develop the sexy confidence so they could authentically stand out as a leader. So is your coaching then for that, like to teach them that confidence and like to pursue, I guess, their dreams kind of thing? Like what exactly is it that you coach? Yeah, you know, and a great question. So it's it's catered to the man or woman. So whatever it is that they choose to focus on mm-hmm. is to their specific needs. So initially they come to me because, oh my God, Sandra, I want to make this, you know, I want to go from like 10,000 to $20,000 a month. That's just an example, right? Mm-hmm. As I, as we dive into coaching, it's more than just that, because you know, one thing is connected to something else. So it's truly dependent on that person, whatever challenges they may be facing and the end results that they want after a six month period. But the big things that I help them overcome, Serena, are, you know, imposter syndrome, letting perfectionism, really understanding how to fill up their love tank, so to speak, Mm -hmm. be authentically themselves. And then in the process, 
be magnetic. You know, as you already know, you want to attract your ideal client. Yeah. Here to repel the ones, you know, we're not meant to serve. Mm-hmm. So you kind of like set them up with a plan. It's kind of what it seems you help build them a plan to get to their point that they're wanting like they're from 10,000 to 20,000 or whatever per month you kind of help them create that plan and stick to it and like continue with what they're wanting to do basically it's kind of what it seems like is that kind of is that right <laughs> through what, understanding what their needs are mm-hmm. a little bit more clarity then we both develop a plan based on you know what their needs are so they can achieve this end result within six months. But the thing is that they already have the answers within them. Mm-hmm. Just allow them to see that and, believe, yeah. you know, and, and that's a beautiful thing about coaching. Well, I'm, I'm assuming you really enjoy it. So I'm glad you kind of found this for yourself because you had went through that hard time and then you kind of pulled yourself through and then create a business that you seem to love, which is awesome. I've always wanted to like start my own business a long time ago. It was funny. So when I was coming out of high school, my whole thing was I wanted to do some business kind of schooling. And then I want to open my own business. My own business, I wanted to do a doggy daycare. Now look what is super popular all around the world is doggy daycares. But of course, when you're coming out of grade 12, I don't have money to lease an entire building. So that was kind of like, that kind of sucks. But it's like, at least I knew my idea was a great one because everybody here, everywhere else has like doggy daycares now and they're very successful. But yeah, and now personally myself, I'm like, what do I want to do now? I don't even know. I'm like stuck between staying at where I'm like working right now, where I'm not happy or taking a pay cut, but go somewhere I'm actually enjoying my time basically. Yeah. But- and, and that's one of the, so that's a, a thing that I help women and men discover because as you look back at your trajectory, life has dropped subtle hints mm-hmm. and the onus is on you to pay attention to these hints life has given you because that's part of your journey. That's what makes you, you, you know, mm-hmm. so the answers are there. The thing we must do is we must be open to listen to what's calling at us mm-hmm. not what's clawing at us there's a big difference you know yeah and that's what I help entrepreneurs do is really listen to what is calling at you not what is clawing at you okay so how do people get a hold of you then for this kind of business like how would they find you if yeah. they're trying to look up for somebody to help them along where would they find you um how do you promote your business kind of thing like yeah. all that stuff I mean I, I restarted my, uh, Instagram account. Unfortunately it got hacked and I lost all my followers, but I restarted that up and I'm, they can find me on Instagram. Okay. It's, uh, coach Sandra Gonzalez and Gonzalez is spelled with two Z's so they can reach out to me through Instagram. I think that would be the best because they can send me a DM and automatically mm-hmm. connect with me, or they can go to my website www.sandragonzalez.com awesome yeah i'm gonna put that all in like the description for the podcast so if they want to look you up on there or just take a browse or they want to contact you that'll be awesome so i'll put your do you have any you have a facebook page too or just instagram and then your website i do i can definitely send you my facebook sandra gonzalez enterprises okay 
Um, so they connect me there, but thank you so much, Serena. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so have you ever like listened to an episode of this, my podcast at all, or is it kind of like, how do you find my podcast is what I'm wondering. <laughs> you know, I was referred to you by, uh, by a friend. Oh yeah. So I was like, oh my goodness, you know, I, I love, <laughs> <laughs> love because sometimes, so this is another thing that I teach, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes you gotta be that bitch, just depending, you know, you gotta be that bitch. And mm -hmm. one of the things that enabled me to persevere in the Marine Corps yeah. was that bitch, so to speak, was really understanding my, the masculine energy mm -hmm. that enabled me to be competitive amongst my male counterparts. Yeah. There's a lot of strong men in the military, especially in the Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. so I realized, you know what? I could be that bitch, but I could also be feminine. So in, in a way where I could communicate effectively, tactfully, and deliver, convey a message, so to speak. You know, because sometimes words pack a punch. Yeah. Make sure you communicate you know, effectively. So sometimes you gotta be that bitch. Like, well, definitely. And I feel like everybody before they like calling you a bitch was a bad thing. Now I'm just like, I am that bitch. Sorry that I intimidate you. Like it is what it is. I am now like taking that word and changing what the meaning is to how I feel about being that bitch. <laughs> yeah. I love it, Serena. So I I'd be open to listening. You share more about you know, what comes up to mind as we talk about bitch, because, you know, one of the things that are, that's coming up and is that women tend to be more masculine nowadays than feminine. Mm -hmm. And so how do women, especially as it relates to dating or, you know, finding the right partner, how can they be feminine and masculine, you know, without emasculating men, so to speak, because I hear that's just like a common trend now. Yeah, well, that's what they all think that we're emasculating men, but then they're just being misogynistic is what they are. And they're being toxic. So it's like women are now sticking up for themselves. So that's when they're like, oh, well, they're not weak anymore. So I guess now we're going to say this and that to put them down again. But we're like, actually, no, there was like some research that came out. It was an article. It said that there is more lonely men now than ever as um, dating standards is on the rise. So everybody's standards are going up, but all these men are single. So they're sad and lonely, but then they want to blame it on us because our standards went up and not down. Yeah interesting Serena thank you thank you for sharing that <laughs> yeah it's just crazy so my podcast I usually talk about like sex and relationships and like mm -hmm. my experiences with them or whoever I bring on to the podcast we talk about like their experiences so I don't know if you want to talk about like openly about relationships or your yeah. sex life or anything yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know I think it's it's our responsibility as, as leaders, you know, I think being authentic is very, it, it's, that's what leadership is all about is being authentic. Mm -hmm. So, you know, talking about being masculine and feminine, I do see like, you know, like I've been told before, I'm like, 
you know, well, Sandra, you've, you know, you were married for 15 years. I was married for 15 years. My ex-husband, unfortunately, he cheated, you know, he cheated. And that led to the demise of our marriage, but it's mm-hmm. okay. You know, I mean, now it's like, whatever. It wasn't a loss. It was a beautiful lesson mm-hmm. that was me to move forward. Um, but now as it relates to dating, you know, I'm like, I know that I can be very strong mm-hmm. and some men might find that intimidating, but, but yeah. I'm also very <laughs> feminine, you know, but like you said, it's, am I being too strong or can they just not take the heat? <laughs> I feel like it's more like they can't take the heat is what I honestly feel like is what it is. Like, as I have like the same issue with, they're all like, oh, you're just kind of intimidating or, oh my God, you make me so nervous. It's like, well, I'm just being myself. I'm sticking up for myself. I'm telling you my opinions. Sorry if that offends you. And sorry if you can't take it. You, They always say they want like a dominant woman or like somebody who's confident and all that stuff and independent. Then they get one and they can't take it. So it's like, clearly you're lying to yourself because the women that are actually like that, you get one and then you're like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And, and I just, I was having this conversation with somebody earlier today, Serena, and it's like so applicable because I was that subservient spouse for 15 years. Mm-hmm. I was that woman that took care of her, so to speak, you know, that trophy wife. Yeah. And I was that woman that took a step back because I know there can only be one, you know, alpha freaking male in, in, in the room, in the family. I, I get it. Yeah. You know, he was also in the military. But even though that happened, you know, he was still unhappy. People are still going to do what, you know, self-sabotage or whatever. But now as it pertains to the dating world, you know, yeah, it's things are not easy. Not at all. And like meeting new people right now too is very hard because before it's like you meet somebody at the bar and then like my parents been at the bar, everybody's friends that I know their parents been at the bar too. But now it's like, you don't go to the bar to meet someone. You barely go to the bar to do anything now because COVID hits. Nobody goes there just to make out with somebody. Like I used to do that shit all the time. I've been going to the bar, making out with dudes, having a great time. Now it's like, Hmm, I guess I'm using dating apps because how else am I going to meet someone? Yeah. And in my like city, it's not that big. So everybody knows everybody. So that's also another struggle, right? Yeah. It's like, I don't want to date someone that I know is re- previously had a relationship with this person or they know my background or I know their background. And it's just a whole mess of a but, situation. You know, Serena, so I'm in San Diego, a big city, and it has its challenges as well. So now people like, you know, ghost you. Yeah. So I'm dating is crazy or some people are fake, you know, and I'm like, or, or the thing that recently happened to me, you get catfished. Oh so my God, the- you got catfished. catfished. <laughs> oh so, yeah. You know, and I try to be very clear, like, you know, I'm like, please be, you know, I'm this way. I would hope that you're that way. And, you know, like for me, not to be like superficial or anything, but I, again, I teach these high caliber habits because I practice what I preach. I work out, I eat healthy. So for me, fitness, wellness is, is really, I'm a certified health coach. Yeah. So this gentleman that I met for like, you know, for like dinner, so we show, I show up and I'm like, it can't be him. 
you know, it can't be him. The guy was like, not to be mean, but like 30 pounds overweight mm-hmm. and way different from his picture. You know, yeah. not that I'm like, Hey, uh, I feel like it didn't match up. You're expecting somebody to be who you were talking to. I had the same kind of situation. Yeah, it was like his pictures were, I guess, from like 10 years ago. And then you see them now and it's like, come on, people. Yeah, I understand that. It's like the body image stuff. Yes, but it just really sucks when you go to meet that person. and They're not who you expect or like what they look like exactly because you have this image of them in your head when you're talking to them because you see all these photos then you see them and it's like oh god but you're then everything's kind of I feel like it just kind of sinks in your stomach that you're like shit this is awkward now but I'm gonna push through it but it's like yeah yeah, it's not okay that people do that I understand why they do but it sucks that it has come to that nowadays as well Right. And you know, Serena, being the bigger, better person, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to be amicable, make the the best of the situation and just have Mm -hmm. a good time, which he got a mixed message. Now he's like, oh, we're hitting it off. It's like, no, buddy, I'm just, I'm just making the most out of the situation. I had to, you know, say, I'm sorry, we didn't emotionally connect. I wish you the very best. And that was that. But yeah, it's not easy. (laughs) No, it freaking sucks, honestly. And dating apps too. Like, I don't know when you're there. Do you use dating apps mainly now too? I just got on. That's how I'm I'm meeting these people because, you know, I'm like, I I don't really drink. So Mm -hmm. most people are like, well, you you need to go to cocktail hour or you know something, yeah, something to meet people. And I'm like, well, that's not my thing, you know, but that's what you have to do to meet someone in person. So what's the next thing? Online dating. So I just started a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. um, And yeah, that's been interesting. So what online dating or apps do you use or websites for yourself? Well, it's just, I'm just on one. I'm on Match. Okay. And it's, it's been pretty cool. I mean, I met some cool guys. I also you know, have to, I, I'm realizing like, you know, what am I, am I, that's another thing, like, is my information coming off too strong? But then I'm like, no, this is who I am. So mm-hmm. like you're saying, if they can't take the heat, that's just on that. Yeah. I'm like, you shouldn't have to change yourself just for somebody to be, want to date you. Like if you're confident, be confident. If they can't deal with that, then that's their problem. Exactly. I'm not going to walk on the eggshells just to appease you. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so well, let's see here. I have some more questions I've written down. Um, <laughs> I guess that'd be kind of one of your worst dating stories. Then I would take it being catfished or like semi catfished. They're the person, but yeah. they're like not exactly what they looked like. <laughs> exactly. So then I take it you're just dating and you're still single or are you in an open relationship or what's your situation? I'm I'm single and just looking out there to meet people. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm in the same boat. (laughs) Single and talking, but I'm trying to like talk to people that are not from here. So my dating apps, Mm. I use Hinge, Tinder sometimes, Bumble, not really. Um, but you can change your location on there. So like my locations are all in like LA West Hollywood. That's actually where all my maps are. <laughs> okay. For for, for Hinge or Tinder? 
for both actually so when covid just started tinder had like this free passport option for a little while so i had used it to go all around the world so i was talking to a bunch of random people because i wanted to see like what's it like in different parts of the world or different cities different provinces all that kind of stuff and they're definitely different all over the place compared to like this province to the next province or to somewhere in the states or like brazil stuff like that like just the way they talk is very different but then i've always wanted to go to la so i actually went to la the last week of july for my birthday so i had been talking to four different people so two of them i was talking to for two and a half years i met them and then i talked to two other guys that i was talking to for about six or eight months around there and i met them so the first four days i was in la i had a date the first four nights with four different guys which was lots of fun yeah so it's like i don't know i just rather date someone from somewhere where I want to either move or go travel to then my city that everybody knows everybody and I don't want to stay here like I want to leave so I don't yeah. want to be with someone who's going to hold me back to make me stay here so that's kind of my outlook on it but people yeah. probably think they're like oh it's weird that you have it in LA but I'm like their lifestyle is what I like there their yeah. jobs are so much different than their jobs like jobs here there's like just a different variety of everything and different opportunity so it's like people there and they're very chill it seems like on the app for the most part but I mean they say dating in LA is horrible but I mean I'm also not living in LA either so I'm not out there at the bars partying it up and meeting people that way I'm yeah. talking to them like through an app and I get to choose who I'm going to talk to as well if they're going to be an asshole I'm going to be like okay bye yeah. if they're going to be nice and I can continue talking so I guess it all kind of depends on the person you're attracted to and how that goes. Because, yeah, I've had lots that are a-holes, totally. Or I just, they've ghosted me, or I've just, we just stopped talking. Then you get the ones that I'm talking to for two and a half years. Then it's like, that's just totally different. Wow. And it's super nice. But, interesting. sadly, no wedding happening anytime soon. <laughs> we come to LA, you gotta hit me up, Serena. You know, I'm here in San Diego. I would love to meet up with you and and go out <laughs> for sure oh my god I wanted to go out to the bar when I was there because I'm mm -hmm. I would turn 27 while I was there on the 27th so it was my champagne birthday but everybody that I hung out with it was either during the week so they're not going out to go drink when they work the next morning yeah. plus I didn't want to go by myself to the bar because I'm like I don't know where to go which ones are like the best bars to go to what the cover charge is to get in or how expensive it is so I'm like well I guess next time I go hopefully I have plans with somebody to go to the bar yeah so for sure because how far is San Diego from LA it's like a two-hour drive but I'm always in LA okay yeah it's not too bad at all no, no. I mean plus traffic anywhere in LA is like an hour so yeah add an extra hour it ain't that bad <laughs> Yeah, well, as long as I'm there, you know, it doesn't matter like where I go, but yeah, no, yeah, just definitely hit me up when you come for sure. <laughs> um, so if you could give yourself a, your younger self advice, what would it be? Um, if I were to give my younger self advice, I would tell her that you're worthy, you're enough, that's it, you know, you're, you're worthy, you're enough. Um, Life is about making mistakes. So keep making those mistakes. Uh, life is about experiencing those setbacks because they're going to come. That's mm -hmm. challenges. You know, some of the setbacks and challenges I've experienced lately is uh, 
very difficult divorce where I had to hire four attorneys to fight my divorce case. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Towards the end of that, I found my dad unconscious. So last year, my father passed away. Oh, I'm sorry um, to hear. Thank you. So it's like death of a loved one, you know, being in financial debt because I was trying to pay these attorneys on my own. So there's a lot of setbacks that are going to happen in life. And my recommendation to my younger me would be like, it's okay to make mistakes, keep making them, just learn from them and move forward. You know, there's no losses, mm -hmm. lessons. Love that. <laughs> so what advice would you give to the men and women listening to the podcast right now? What advice would I give to the men and women listening to right now? Yeah, it to could be like a relationship advice, business advice, anything. Yeah, you know, and I try. So I, I would say to really listen to what's calling at you not what's clawing at you. When you listen to what's calling at you, you really, you know, you have uh, the certainty that what your gut intuition is telling you is guiding you in the right direction. Where you listen to what's clawing at you, it's your freaking ego, you know? And I've learned my ego is not my amigo. So <laughs> yeah, it's not, you know? And I'm like, man, I, sometimes you gotta let that ego go. Mm -hmm. Listen to what your heart is telling you. you I know? like that. My ego is not my amigo. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> awesome. Um, so what are all your social media channels? You can plug anything now if you want. And if you're like, yeah. have something going on, you can mention that now too. And then I can also put all the details in the description too. Thank you, Serena. So, you know, www.sandragonzalez.com is my website. They can go there or they want to connect with me now. Uh, they can go to um, Instagram, Coach Sandra Gonzalez and send me a DM. What I have going on, you know, obviously I do one-on-one -on -one coaching for men and women, high caliber women and men entrepreneurs. And then I do have women empowerment retreats. So next year is my Women Empowerment Retreat here in La Jolla, California. And that's always fun where we bring badass women together and just have an amazing time, you know, where most women like find their, their besties, so to speak, mm -hmm. like-minded. And it's all about collaboration, not competition. So. so what do you do on those retreats? That's very interesting. Thank you. Thank you. So that the women's empowerment retreats is about leadership, you know, spirituality. I have other speakers come, um, you know, we have freaking fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get like a yoga instructor, um, you know, and it's, it's like a math, it's a mastermind, a high caliber mastermind where the woman walks away empowered and mm -hmm. you you know, she's, she just walks away refreshed, renewed, um, reinvigorated. Awesome. I love that. Love to hear it. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Sandra. And I hope everything goes well with the rest of your business and everything else you have going on. Um, yeah. So thanks for coming on. Thank you, Serena. You have a friend here in San Diego. Please reach out anytime. Thanks for sure. 
I hope you guys all enjoyed tonight's episode. Make sure you rate five stars on whatever podcast platform you're listening on and like the YouTube video and subscribe. And also in the description below, I will have all of Sandra Gonzalez's information. She's also got a podcast called Pull the Trigger and she's got her Facebook page, Instagram page, and her website. If you want to check those out, just take a look in the description below. And I guess I'll talk to you all in a week and a half because you never know what tea's lucky spilled next. Bye, bitches.